welcome to Lead Limitlessly, a podcast about living, loving, and leading an incredible life without limits. Each week, we will deliver the best engaging content on the secrets to leading a successful and happy life filled of purpose, power, and profits. Now, here's your host, the Limitless Leader herself, Dr. Sarah Renee Langley. so much for tuning in. This is Dr. Sarah Renee Langley, CEO and founder of Lead Her International, where we are helping you with your ABCs, achieve, become, and conquer in your business and personal goals through our way of premier counseling, coaching, and consulting services to help you to get to your highest, realest, bestest, truest self. It just make me teary-eyed. Oh my gosh, time is rolling. Right now we're doing 24 hours. We already conquered, I want to say how many? Seven hours. <laughs> we're doing a marathon of mental wellness and prayer support to help you with your mind, body, and spirit. During this pandemic, we help you to get through by thriving and pivoting through and past this pandemic and panic and trauma by way of us making ourselves available to you. And when I say us, I'm talking about myself and my partner in purpose, Coach Cece, Sharia Williams. Life As You is the name of her business and her practice. She's a life coach and she's helping you to now really, and again, this is, I'm paraphrasing her cliche, but pretty much she's helping you with your life to now become a real, true, high, best of self by life as you, life as yourself, being who you are, mind, body, and spirit, and being okay with who you are. And I'm just so excited. I'm so happy that we have decided to do this. It came to me, I want to say a, a week ago or so, well, actually a couple of weeks. I was restless, everyone. I was restless. I wanted to know how can I help? I'm reading the stories. I was just looking at my app today from USA Today, and I was talking about with New York having its deadliest day. Look, <sighs> reading the things that we read, looking at the things that we've been looking at, it is very easy to be depressed and alone or lonely and, and sad and, and anxious and all over the place, okay? Being all, all out of sorts. It is easy to be that. So please don't beat yourself up. If you're like, oh, I thought I was tougher than that. I thought I was stronger than that. I thought I had the mindset and the wherewithal. I thought I had the right attitude. I thought I was a Christian. I thought I was in faith. I thought I believed in God. Please stop. Don't do that to yourself. That's not even helping. You would think that that was supposed to motivate you. It really doesn't. It just brings down your energy. The more it brings down your vibration, the more it brings down the frequency, the more it brings down you, the more. It just makes it harder and heavier on you. Come on. See, in the Bible, it says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. So be in Christ Jesus in this situation. You know, it's not about you doing it by your own strength. We didn't see this coming necessarily. So if anything, why don't, why don't you start considering and doing things that's going to help boost you, okay? Not having to put yourself through the ringer that way emotionally by blaming yourself that you weren't strong enough to deal with this and that everybody's depending on you and all this stuff. Rather, I just wanna talk to you about how can you 
shift? How can you look at this differently so you can get different results? And so with that said, Sharia and I partnered up to help you, to really help you with your mindset. Because if we have you in your mind, if we can help you to change your mindset and look at things differently, then the rest of you will follow. It's not about us trying to manage solely your behavior. Because see, unfortunately, if we give you all the tips and, and techniques and skills on how to manage your behavior, what did you learn from it? All you're going to do is when something comes and trips you up, you're going right back to the behavior that you're familiar with because your mindset tells you on what to do in that situation. It will tell you to react like you are, to behave like you are. That it just supposedly makes sense if this is a pandemic and we're in shock that we're going to be depressed that we're supposed to be anxious. We're supposed to be sad because of all this is going on. And then we have justifications on our notifications to say, wow, the deadliest day in New York, the deadliest time of our lives. And, you know, none of this has happened since World War II, you know, and depression and recession and all this stuff. And, you know, from it's worse than the Great Depression of 29. It's like <laughs> all that is going to help support and supplement how you're feeling it, it's just a never-ending cycle and i just want to appeal to you right now that perhaps if you can look at it in yet another way so that it will give you everything that you need and as a matter of fact to be honest with you you already have everything that you need to deal with this god already met you before i did he already equipped you for such a time as this. It's just a matter of now shifting your mindset to see it. How do you see it? You see it from within. How do you see it from within? You take the time to sit and not so much make sense of it with your mind, but make sense with it with your whole self, mind, body, and spirit. It's, it's high time to stop, to stop separating yourself, to stop separating yourself as a, as a just all analytical and all mental and always a thinker but you don't even give yourself the time to feel, to connect with your body, to connect with your spirit. It's high time to stop just focusing on your body, looking good, looking great, to make you feel great, to make you feel powerful and strong. And your mindset is all whack <laughs> and your spirit is non-existent. It is high time, oh my gosh, I'm about to step on some toes. It's about high time to stop just focusing on your spirit because all you're thinking about is like, okay, you know what, later for this world, I can't wait to die and get to heaven, you know, and be with the Lord forever and a day. Well, hey, but you're still here. <laughs> and your body and your, your mindset are all wet and it's unattended to. You're not a whole self. You're not a whole self just because you attend to your spirit all day long. You still got a body and a mind to deal with and attend to. You're still here. So until you get to heaven, how are you going to live here? And here's where we are to help you through this pandemic. Because right now, all those things that I just said are just distractions. That's why it's ever a wonder why we're always in shock or we always stress out or we're always, you know, depressed or we're always anxious because we're paying attention to everything else and going along with the distractions, but not taking any time 
to pay attention to our own selves. We're in everybody else's backyard, but not in our own. And it's amazing. You would think that the pandemic, us now having this social distancing, would put a stop to that. It would now have us and force us to stop and sit here and start paying attention to who we are. But because of that dreaded self, Jesus Almighty God. If I can just teach this real quick. You have the perfect self, you have the performer self, and you have the plague self. The perfect self is the self that we present towards, to, towards everyone. We want you to believe that we got it going on. Everything is hunky-dory in our world. We got it together. We're ambitious. We are determined. We are successful. We are awesome people to be with. We, we just pr project whatever it is that we want y'all to believe that makes you to believe that we are perfect. Then when we have 1 million people, or let's say, you know, 999,000, however many of the numbers is, those, all those people, but one that don't buy that, they don't buy the perfected or the perfect self, but they don't, when they see that, you know what, there's something about her, mm -mm, there's something about him. I think this, there's something off. Like, no, they're not really perfect after all. Isn't that amazing as human beings? That's just human nature. We don't pay, we pay attention more to the one naysayer than the millions of people who are rallying for us. So then we move right into the performer self. And the performer self, what they do is, that's the self about you that will do whatever it takes. You will deflect, you will distract, you'll do whatever you have to to keep that person to stay up there with everybody else who believes that you are the perfect self. But then why are we doing that? Why are we performing? Why are we doing all these things? To prevent from anyone, even our own selves, from going to the plague self, the dreaded self, that self where none of us knows, not even our own selves, about that part of us that we find that feels like we're nothing, that we're insignificant, that we are worthless, that we are small, that we are powerless. My God. So, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I was about to cuss. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a whole heck of a lot of work to be doing just to prevent anybody from getting to that place that we think we are. How do you change any of that? By simply sitting and start to discover or to start digging up the wounds. I used to tell my clients, the Band-Aid. You may have a wound and you put that Band-Aid on. Have you ever noticed when you put the Band-Aid on and you keep it there for a long while, you take it off though, like long while means like maybe a week or weeks and you, just, you take it off and the wound still looks fresh. It still looks infected. It still looks like it just, it still like it just happened a week ago, from a week ago, because we didn't allow life to let it heal. Ain't that like God to make us the way that we have been made that we can heal ourselves? Our cells can heal, but the proper, and with, you know, and to supplement that with the nutrients, with, you know, the attending, self-care, being healthy, eating healthy, thinking healthy, you know, thinking right, 
all that can play a part with this being healed without that band-aid the band-aid is just something outside of ourselves something yet again that's external that we're trying to use to slap something on it so we can keep it moving because we don't have time to heal our own self we don't have time for us to be, you know be healed there's a whole world out there that we got to help and save but i said this in another conversation that we're teaching ourselves, we're telling our subconscious mindset that we're not worth it, that we really are what that plague self is, that we are insignificant, that we are nothing, that we are not worth the time of day for our own selves to make sure that we are healed first, that we are healthy first, that we are whole first. I'm just here to disrupt that. I'm just here to let you know that all that was wrong. We were taught wrong. There is no 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 there is no honor in putting yourself last there is no honor in forgetting yourself in your own equation there is no honor you make yourself first make yourself a top priority here is the prime time to do that there's nothing wrong with that that's not you being selfish and you know i dare to say what is wrong with being selfish oh because we made it seem like selfish means you know conceit and all that you think you're better well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with thinking that you're better? What's wrong with that? Because you're around people who don't think that think themselves as being better. So now they want to pull you and have you to feel the way they feel. I tell you the truth. You better go ahead and find another group or a tribe that thinks better of themselves. So now that becomes infectious and you feel right at home as opposed to trying to dummy down and to fit bag on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sucking cat, I'm sucking hand cousin everywhere. Make you feel like okay you know what i gotta come and dummy myself down to fit and conform with the rest of these people i was about to say the rest of these fools but i know that you can't say fool this is in the bible you shouldn't be calling people fools so to avoid all that golly look look y'all just now make a decision and decide that you're going to do this thing different you're not going to be a fool about it and keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result you're not going to be insane it's, I, I guess i had to say fool huh you don't have to be insane you can't keep doing the same thing and expect the different results do different you'll get different how do you do different think different when you think differently you will do differently and when you do differently you will get you will get differently so hey i came to tell you that in order to now change the trajectory of your situation your circumstance it is a matter of stopping and smelling the coffee, as my mom used to say. It is a matter of you stopping and smelling the roses. It's about you no longer being distracted and looking for everything around you and outside of you. Here is the opportunity to now get to know who you are, what you possess, what you are capable of doing, this is your time. That's where I was getting at. It's easy to match with or to say, well, because these are hard times, then I'm supposed to feel sad, right? I'm supposed to be upset and depressed, right? I'm supposed to be anxious, right? Because it just seems like it makes sense. It seems like it just goes with it. It just seems like it aligns with it, right? But something within you is like, but I don't really want to feel this way. I'm tired of feeling this way. 
Why do I have to feel this way? When you're at that place, I tell you you're at the right place. You're at the right time. You better strike when the iron's hot. You better take full advantage when you feel that way. Because now it opens for the opportunity of choice. What is choice, Dr. Sarah? Choice looks like this. See, because all you know is what you know, you're going to default to what you know. Yes or yes? You're going to go with what is familiar, what is the only option. I mean, that's really a no-brainer. It's obvious. There's nothing else for you to choose from, so you're going to go with that. Or you can not go with anything, but because of how we made, you know, the way that our cells are set up, <laughs> we just can't stay still. We can't just stay still. We will not last just staying still and staying stuck. We got to keep going. We got to keep progressing. We got to keep moving. That's just how it, the law, that's just how it is. And I'm not just talking man law, government, government law. I'm talking about, that's just the law of the universe. That's just the way life goes. You got to keep moving. And if you get to a place where you're starting to question stuff, like things that once you once didn't question, but within yourself, you were questioning like, this doesn't make sense, but all right, you know, I trust the people who are ta who taught me this. I trust the powers that be, you know, they're in a position higher than myself, so they must be telling the truth. I get that. You know, it's not your fault. This is what you knew. But now, because of the fact that we are in this situation where it forced us to sit, to be still, to really re-examine our whole lives, our whole thinking, our whole being, the way that we've done things in our lives, what we were taught, what we believed in, who we believed in. Everything in between has been challenged us, right? Everything has been challenging our thinking, our perspective, our faith, our beliefs. Hey, here's the opportunity for you to now truly come to know what's within you. What do you truly believe? What do you truly have faith in? Who really, who really are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? As you take the time to go down that process and not let the plague self stop you because you don't want to deal with the pain that comes with it, what you think the pain is that associates with that plague self that you buried in the first place, when you address it, when you take that Band-Aid off and allow the air to hit it, to let yourself, how the way that you've been made to heal the wound, Jesus. You know, there's a word when it comes to phobias. One way of a few ways to deal with a phobia, to deal with a fear, is to face it. Extinction. The word is extinction. You extinguish it. You make it extinct. Are you facing it? The way that we are going about this pandemic is understandable because initially the shock, the panic, is just primitive behavior. You know, that's just how initially how we first respond. That's just who, who we are humanistically. It caught us off guard. For many of us, if you have faith or you are a believer, 
and you're upset because you're like, I thought I had faith. I thought I was, you know, strong in the faith and strong in the Lord. I've been work, walking with him for so many years. Don't beat yourself up because you were scared as well. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up if you were in a panic and shock. Don't worry about that. Don't beat yourself up. It's, it is what it is. It's over. Okay. We went, we, we have gone through and many of us are still going through it, but nevertheless, it's kind of like, we've kind of been kind of moving, you know, from the shock to now it's like, now what the heck, what to do, what are we going to do? You know, we had to go through a period of shock, panic. And then it's like, as, as that comes down, it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do? What, what in the world's going on? What, what do we do? What am I supposed to do? How do I adjust? Oh my God, how am I going to live? How am I going to help my family? How are they going to live? How am I going to help my patients? How am I going to protect myself and protect the lives of my family? Because I'm exposed to this virus day in and day out. It's all based on a process. This is where your mindset has to come in. This is where you working on yourself, making the time to work on yourself has to come in. You got to, there is no other answer. That's how you create choice. That's how you create the opportunity to have a choice. You can decide to keep defaulting to what you know, because that's all that's available to you, or you create choice. And that choice may not be, okay, well, what do I need to do to get rid of this thing? Sometimes we just have to throw our hands up and say, you know what, there are certain things that we just are not able to control or do. I think that's where we get hung up a lot. The very things that really like take control of our whole lives, that really changes the whole, our whole makeup, <laughs> our, our whole livelihood. We're like, I gotta beat this thing. We become competitive. It's like, oh God, we gotta beat this thing. I cannot let this thing take me down, take me out. You know, because of the, the, for the sake of my family, I can't let this thing, you know, mess us up where now we don't have any money and we don't know how we're going to live. You're gonna have to kind of dissemble stuff. You're gonna have to dissemble okay, the fear of your livelihood being uh, messed up. <laughs> or you have to dissemble this pandemic from, all right, well, how do I get to live? How do I make money? How do I keep my home? How do I keep my lifestyle up? You're gonna have to kind of take it out from the whole issue of the pandemic. What am I saying? What do I mean? It's like the absolute makes it be like there is no other choice. Okay, so the pandemic hit us and it's impacting my livelihood, my lifestyle, my life, my family's lives. So I have to now get rid of the pandemic, which I cannot control to in order to save all of these things. As opposed to creating an alternative I can't get rid of the pandemic. I can't get rid of the virus. My lifestyle, my life, my livelihood is affected and I don't want it to no longer be affected. How about if I create opportunity for myself to generate revenue and money? How about if I connect with other sources and partnerships so that it's not on my, it's not on me because I don't know what the first thing to do. I've never been in this situation before. How about connecting with other people and that we'd be a force to, to be reckoned with to make it happen. How about me looking at all these opportunities to save money, such as calling 
um, SBA and seeing about loans or um, calling all my debt, my creditors and telling them, hey, you know, I don't have the money. I've been impacted uh, by COVID-19. Uh, do you have anything available or any program set up for us that you can waive the fees? So that now that helps me to save some money. Sorry about that. Help you to save some money. Um, you can look at what are the creative ways that you can combat COVID by what you can control. When you start changing your mindset and you start thinking that way, you're telling your subconscious mind that, you know what, you do have the power. You do have the control. And therefore, when you believe that and you start doing things that supplement that, more of that comes to you. Oh my God, situations will come up. Opportunities will come up. Inspiration will come up. Great ideas will come up. All these things will now come to you because you're attracting it because you now are doing things alternatively and creatively to now show that it wasn't just having to deal with something that you cannot control, but what you can control in your own volition to still get the result that you're looking for. And it may not. Here's the thing too. This is real talk. It may not be convenient. It may not be the thing that you really want it to be because you want it to be what was familiar. But trust and believe, it's surprise, surprise, it's not gonna be the same, y'all. Y'all gonna have to accept that. Some things we're gonna just have to accept. Some things we're just gonna have to accept. And for you, if you're like me, when I hear that what I can and cannot do, it's like, it just automatically make me be like, well, I'm gonna find a way to, I'm gonna prove that wrong. Who's those provers out there? Always wanna prove something. <laughs> want to prove opposite of what it is like no you know what you're saying that it's not that means that i got that means it is there, there's a way because dr sarah said that you know it's about balance and you know if, if this is true then that means that there is something opposite that's also true and therefore i gotta find the answer <sighs> this is no time i heard this somewhere from somebody i think in one of my um groups that i'm in it's no time to be a cavalier <laughs> this is no time during this pandemic to be a cavalier y'all but on it it's about being smart. To think smarter, not harder. Here is the opportunity to actually start thinking smarter and not harder. Because as you have experienced, sometimes doing hard still doesn't get you what you want. Other than leaving you bruised and battered and bloody. No. Come on now. There is another way. Well, you can stay intact. Hallelujah. You can keep yourself in your own conclusion, in your equation rather, while you're making sure that everybody else is taking care of, that you're taking care of yourself as well. Beyond just saying like, you know, that makes me ha happy, you know, that I was able to take care of everybody else, my family, my friends, my colleagues, my patients. And so therefore I just get joy in that. I'm not trying to play that because there's, there's so many of you who are empaths who love making a difference in the world and so you always find joy with that but come on y'all y'all gotta live too you gotta pay your bills <laughs> you know you, you got to go places that you want to go and you kind of need money to make it happen so please inc include yourself in the equation okay not just always thinking about everybody else think about yourself as well because again you're training your mindset your subconsciousness to include you in your own equation, that you are important, that you are entitled, that you are worthy, that you are deserving of that piece of the pie as well. Do not count yourself out for the sake of 
saying that you did something great for humankind, please make sure that you include yourself in the equation. And it's not selfish doing that. It's amazing how we decided because of how we were taught, how we were programmed. The words that we use don't really mean what they mean, the way that it really means. An example is perfect. The way that we think perfect is, is that perfect is right. And perfect means that you got it all together. But really, perfect means full and whole. Perfect means whole and full. So I'm perfect because I am full and I'm whole. I am abundant. It's amazing how we're taught that opposites attract. But really, no. Like attracts like. That's his law. One balances the other. We've been going through it, going through it, going through it for the past four years, and this may sound political. Going through it, 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 going through it. We're, it's like we're just tanking, man. We're just going down. <laughs> going down. And it's amazing how there are people who would say that we're doing great. This is our best you know, year yet, or best four years that we ever had. But God darn, I just suck a hand cuss. It's amazing how we went so down that now a daggone coronavirus resulted. For those who want to be basic, not to throw shade, but I do. I am throwing shade. And you just want to think basic and be like, oh, it came from China. You know, it's, you know, it's because of them. That stuff made me mad. Because <laughs> here we go once again, always blaming and deflecting. Blaming is just another form of deflecting, distracting, keeping you from looking at who you are and what you've done. What part did you play? We're not just talking about the coronavirus. We're not just talking about, okay, this, look, first of all, why weren't you prepared? Let's talk about that. Okay, the coronavirus happened. What did you do? How you, how, how's it working for you? How are you living your best life right now? Has your business got hit? Are you okay? Are you floating, you know, uh, flying high and free? Are you afloat? If you're not, then how dare you? How dare you? How dare you keep distracting away from the real matter at hand? And that is you. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button right now. The podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Look at yourself. What have you done and what can you do to make sure that your family is secure? Oh, you didn't? You, you got laid off? And all you want to do is just be mad and blame? What is that doing for you? How is that working for you? And you put all this energy and this, this, this time into being mad and wanting to blame folks. But you're still in the situation that you're in and you ain't doing nothing about it. The blaming and the complaining ain't doing nothing. Is it making you feel good? Maybe it is making you feel good. 
But in the meantime, the thing that you said is really bothering you is about your family. It's about, you know, your livelihood, your lifestyle. But what are you doing about it? They're complaining, maybe making you feel good to get it off the chest. But is it constructive enough that now you're making sure that your family stay, well, get out. <laughs> I don't know if you're staying afloat, but get out of, you know, get above the fray to get from above the mess and to make sure that you're prepared for next time because trust and believe it's the next time. That's what you should be doing. That's where you, your energy should be. Your mindset should be as opposed to just going around and complaining and blaming anything and everyone but yourself. You're to blame then that you weren't prepared. You're to blame that you were ill-equipped. You're to blame that you're not ready and, and as a result, your family is in turmoil because of you. I know that's not, you know, <laughs> I know that's not, you know, true counseling right there for me to be coming here and blaming you. All I'm doing is being like you. That doesn't feel good, does it? To be blamed. To put it on you as the culprit of the situation. I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but what are you doing in blaming everything and everyone else? It's not changing the situation. What can you do to change your situation? Instead of you thinking that you can't do anything, create. Create a way out, not by way of trying to beat COVID by getting rid of COVID, you can't. I know this old such word as can't, you can. Let me make this clear. You may not be the one, I, you, I could be talking to somebody who has the cure, okay? So this is not you. <laughs> I'm not talking to the one who has the cure for COVID-19. Let's say for the rest of us that may not have the cure for COVID-19, this, this is for you. You may not be able to get rid of the actual virus, but you can do something different to get a different result, such as working on yourself, your attitude, your mindset, what you're attracting, what you're not attracting, what you want to see happen, so that now you can prepare, prepare for what's ahead, post-COVID, because life is not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. We're going to try. I will put that out there. As a counselor, having studied human behavior for over 25 years, knowing how behavior is, we're going to try to make it be back to where it used to be. We're going to try, but we're going to be in so much fear of going to the music venues or going to the mall or going to a, a sports game. I, I, we're going to try, but it ain't going to last because we're like, oh, my God, I just don't want to get it again. I don't want or I don't want to get it ever. I, it's Life as we have known it is over. So instead of putting all your energy, your vibration, your time towards trying to make it work the way it used to and blaming people. Blaming everything and anything and everyone. God, from God to the Chinese to the president to whatever. Please look at yourself. What can you do at this point, at this time, at this moment? What can you do 
Hey, I give you credit. You're watching this. <laughs> you're watching this. You allow me to beat you up. <laughs> here, I'm here to disrupt you, to set you up right. I'm ready. I'm here to upset you, to set you up right. I'm here to disrupt your whole pattern and cycle. Because it was that pattern and cycle that you've been doing for so long and not paying attention to yourself or anything that was going on that had us to not see this coming, to not be prepared. So let's just let go of that and look at what we can do, what we can control so that that can give us the momentum, the energy. It gives us what we need to keep it moving, to keep it going. Yeah, to get through, to extinguish this fear. Sometimes that is the answer. If not, really that is the answer in and of itself. To face our fear. Eleanor Roosevelt pretty much talked about that. I'll paraphrase, it's one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> that we have to look fear square in the face. We have to do the thing that we think we cannot do. Look fear square in the face. Fear of losing your job. Fear of losing money. Fear of getting COVID-19. Fear of dying. Whatever the fear is, look at it square in the face and do the thing you think you cannot do. What is the thing that you think you cannot do? That you can't survive. That you can't live. That you can't take care of your family. That you can't insert here. Whatever it is that you think you cannot do. Look fear square in the face. Check your objections. What are those fears that you have? Because that's crippling you. Look at them square in the face and do the thing that you think you cannot do. You can survive. You can thrive. You can do this. You can beat COVID-19 by way of alternatives, by way of creating choice for yourself. No, you do not have to react in like, like what you think you're supposed to react like. If you are at this place, I'll tell you the truth, I was at a place where, look, my business was hit. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, how can I make this work for me then? I have an almost 80-year-old daddy to take care of, right? How do I help him to keep on living? How do I make sure that he's taken care of with, all, with his medical needs? How do I make sure that he's healthy and whole and he still keeps alive, you know, that he still are able to live? so that this pandemic doesn't hit him, the virus rather doesn't hit him. I had decided to take my mind off of all the doom and gloom. That doesn't help. It doesn't help. I don't care to be a victim to this situation. I wanna have control. I wanna beat COVID by the way that I'm able to. I beat it by doing this 24-hour mental wellness and prayer, and, and prayer support. I beat it by helping other people like yourself to get the, to be equipped and to get the information that you need or have a moment and have an opportunity to, to pray for you and to help encourage you, to help strengthen you, to help give you hope again, to help you to stand in faith, to remind you of who you are to let you know how resilient and powerful you are because God within you 
I beat COVID by looking at alternatives. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. So I never, ever saw myself in the stock market. I ain't going to lie. You know, there's a, it's this joke about counselors. So all you counselors, y'all can attest to this. It's this joke like, oh, <laughs> we counselors don't know math. We don't know how to count money. And look, I can talk about that all day long. Yeah, part of it is because when we accept these insurance uh, rates and reimbursements, what's their account? But anyway, I will digress. This is not about me. <laughs> I, need to, I, I need to talk to my therapist and counselor about that stuff. But yeah, I, I, I was like, okay, stock market, trading, options. Hmm. Yeah, I was able to consider that. I was thinking about that for some time, but I was like, oh, it's, it's a, oh, I got so much to learn. I got to figure out X, Y, and Z. How do I do that? You know, and besides, this is the time that I'm supposed to be downtrodden with everybody else. I'm supposed to be sad and doom and gloom and it's over. The world is coming to an end. You know, Jesus Christ is coming now and to take us, you know, the rapture is about to happen and all this stuff. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, look, I need to, figure this darn thing out. Now, I can tell you the truth that prime time, this is prime time for someone like myself as a counselor because there's so many people who need my service. But there's a difference between need and want. And even with it being a high and strong need, counseling has still have been like a luxury, not a necessity. So I can't depend solely on counseling. I can be full all I want, but am I being full enough, talking about in terms of having clients, full enough that it will take care of the livelihood that I have had and the lifestyle and the lives that I attend to and take care of, such as my dad. And if it's not, because we have, you know, because we're cutting our rates down in half and, you know, we're um, looking to meet the needs of everybody as best as we can and make it easier on them because true, real life, because I'm not here to to go against what is your reality right now, that you have lost your job or you are in a situation where you're an essential worker and you know, you're a frontliner, you're first responder, you are dealing with this pandemic day in and day out, the virus day in and day out. And it's like, it's just hitting your mindset. It's like, it's making you feel like you're losing control. Like you're losing your mind, you're stressed out, burnt out and maxed out. Look, I'm not here to go against what you find as truth because that is where your faith is. This is where you believe the strongest on, you know, like this is what you go through. So because you're going through it, it makes it true. It's like, it's in your mind. You're like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what it is for me. So I'm not here to say, no, that's not true. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're kidding yourself. You're lying to yourself. All you gotta do is say X, Y, and Z. While that may be the case that there are certain processes that you do to get to a different perspective and mindset for those who are in the thick of it all it's understandable that you're going to see it the way that you see it at this time because you're living it real time what i'm saying is when you make that decision to be like you know what i need to get myself together i need to contain myself i need to control myself i need to you know get right right now for myself so that I can now employ and do the processes that are necessary 
for me to get to the other side. You got to first make the decision. So no, you don't have to react like everybody else is reacting. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying to you. You don't have to react and respond like everybody else. When I had to make the decision on what am I going to do to supplement whatever revenue that I was getting, I went into the stock market. And when <laughs> it, it, it's very true, y'all, I tell you the truth, for someone who is green with the stock market, wow, you can make money right now with the stock market. You can make money with trading and options. You can actually make money where everybody is selling, selling, selling. People are buying, 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 but they're using opportunity and strategy. See, I'm not just saying jump in there and it's going to work out for you. You're going to have to study. Okay. I'm a researcher and I'm a studier. I will study stuff to the, to the T to make sure I get that thing right. And then sometimes I'm, I'm just that type of person. I would just put myself in the situation. I'm like, again, I, I, my philosophy is that you learn through experience. So I would jump right in. There's something called paper trading and options where you can practice with fake money. And, you know, so you can get the hang of how to do your trades and your options. I was like, I'm doing this right now. <laughs> real time, no paper trade, real money. Let's go. I won. I lost, I won, I lost, you know, because I, I was, again, I'm competitive. I was like, I'm not going to let this thing beat me. I'm going to learn this thing. I'm going to actually be able to overpower this. <laughs> so I had to get, and it, it's, it's psychology to it too. It's like, you can't be emotional in this thing. So I had to allow myself to go through the emotions because there was times that I was on my highs and there were times that I was on my lows. And I was like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I love the Lord. I, I'm so glad he loves me because there were times that I was just like praising him. And then there were times I was just like mad at him. I was like, God, why did you let me lose that? <laughs> if you found favor, why didn't you make sure that you saved me from losing that money, Lord? You know I need that money for extra I'm putting it on the Lord, right? Blaming him, getting fussy with him. But I thank God that he doesn't, he's not moved off the throne. A couple of times, so the way that I was talking to him, I was like, am I going to get, is lightning about to strike? Is lightning about to strike? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you let me get, you let me go off that one, Lord. You let me get, you get, you let me get away with that. But I let me, let me stop. I don't want to keep testing him, man. <laughs> I got work to do down here, so I want to make sure I'm still around to help the masses out with this through this whole pandemic. So I say that to say it was amazing how I found an alternative. So what am I saying? I'm like, I'm happy. And let me just clear this up. Of course, I'm not happy for people the way that you are experiencing what you're experiencing. No, I'm not happy about people who are losing their lives and losing their loved ones. No, I'm not happy. What I'm saying, y'all, is that no. And I'm going to be true. I'm, own, I'm owning this one. I'm sorry. I'm going to own this one. I'm happy that I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm sad for those who are going through it. I am sad for you and with you rather as you go through it. But I want you to be happy. I want you to be at peace. I want you to be the victor over the situation. I have to set the example. So I'm telling you that while this situation is, yeah, 
it makes sense to be sad and depressed and anxious and been feeling so many type of ways and all out of sorts that even in it, you can actually be happy. You can actually be at peace. You can actually be in control in the midst of the situation. Ain't that like God? The irony of it all? How you would think that in the midst of all this pain and this drama and this pandemic, that somehow, some way you can still be happy. You can still smile. You can still have hope. You can still live your life. Let me tell you, y'all, because we kept looking again, we kept looking at what was doom and gloom all the time. I want you, this is your assignment. I want you to find things that's gonna make you happy. I want you to find those cases where they beat COVID-19 to give you hope. I want you to find those people, Google them, go on your social media platforms, put the question out there. Who's doing absolutely fine during this, uh, this COVID-19, this pandemic? Who's actually living their best lifestyle? Who is still rising to the occasion and still on top of their game? Who is still, even with all and everything else is closing down and have closed down, who's still able to still make their money, make their bank? I want you to go ahead and ask, put that out there. Go ahead, do your research, find those people. They do exist. And don't hate on them. Look, get control, get a hold of you, get a hold of your human side that is untamed and untapped. Jesus, I wish I could right now, y'all. <laughs> I wish I could pray and speak in tongues. I know I can, but we have a segment for that. So you check us back on the prayer segment, okay? That's gonna be in a couple of minutes. But I tell you the truth, don't hate on them. It's because that untamed and untapped part of you, it's like, how dare they? How are they able to do it? How are they still happy and everybody else is sad? Because they decided. Because they choose. They chose to be happy. They chose to still rise to the occasion and rise and be on top. They, they chose to still keep it moving. Here's the thing. Instead of hating, you can celebrate, but also look at it like this. That means if they were able to do it, you can too. If they were able to do it, you can also. So whichever, you know, the same instruction is supposed to be, either two or also, but you can, is what I'm saying. Why don't you find out what they're doing so you can do the same thing? All right, so we are at our time the takeaways or review, <laughs> it's funny because I had it lined up as to what I wanted to talk about, but pretty much what it is, is for you to get yourself together, shift your perspective, your view, get it off looking at the doom and gloom. Even in the midst of it, while everybody else is feeling some type of way, feeling sad, feeling downtrodden, you know what? You can be different. You cannot conform to that and set the example that, you know what? I choose and decide to be different in this situation. I choose and decide to be happy somehow, some way. When you decide, everything else will come to help you to supplement and support that to make it true. Speak it, speak it. I decide to be happy. I decide to be a victor. 
I decide to have peace. When you decide that I'm going to create a different way out of the situation, an alternative for myself so that I can have choice. I can decide to keep defaulting to what I know or I'm going to decide to go about it a different way. Create your choice. So now this is a new way you can default to. It's a new way that you can handle the situation and you be that example, that change that you wanna see in the world. You be that different person that one who's setting the, 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 the trend and setting the way for all of us now to follow. Do different. When everybody's going left, you go right. When everybody's going right, you go left. You be different out of the pack. Be that example. And sure enough, you'll be the one that we'd be watching, looking up and Googling and like, wow, she and he, she's on top. He's on top. He made it. She made it. Give us Give us that, that hope. Thanks so much for joining us this week on the Lead Limitlessly podcast with Dr. Sarah Langley. Tune in next week as we continue to deliver our best engaging content on the secrets to living, loving, and leading a successful and happy life full of purpose, power, and profits. Make sure to visit us on our website, drsarahrenelangley.com where you can subscribe to the show and listen when available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or via RSS feed, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating on these podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend, that would be awesome as well. Please, if you do like the show, you might want to check out our latest ebook, Lead Limitlessly, How to Lead Successful and Happy Lives, which are interviews of 12 limitless leaders who share the secrets of living, loving, and leading happy, successful lives. <laughs> and check us out also on the website, another ebook of ours, The Limitless Leading Effect, How to Lead Without Setbacks. So feel free to go to our website, drsarahrenelangley.com to learn more. Dr. Langley is also available for one-on-one VIP exclusive services and keynoting engagement. So please make sure you check her out at drsarahrenelangley.com or email us at caresupport at drsarahrenelangley.com for more information. Thank you.